What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm persistent. Welcome back to the YI Network, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started doing what they're doing, so that you can find your dream job, too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we're with Miss Sharon Farber. She has been a massage therapist since 1988. That's over 31 years of experience, and she is thrilled today to come and talk to us. So, Sharon, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. It's nice to be here. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So, Sharon, uh, I, I missed a lot in that introduction. I only told them uh, how much experience you have, but can you fill in some of those gaps that I missed out over those 31 years? Well... I could tell you that before I went to massage school, just for the record, that I went to college, got a BA in sociology, and did three years of social services, and that that wasn't a lot of fun. So that's why I went back to school for massage, where I can do more for people one-on-one, and that massage school was about a year, and I've been doing it ever since. Along with some other things. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. All right, so let's dive right in, Sharon. So why and how did you become a massage therapist? Social work wasn't a lot of fun. I worked with senior citizens, disabled people. I worked doing as a Medicaid caseworker for social services in Charlotte, North Carolina. That wasn't fun. I took senior citizens to a camp in the Poconos and had a program for them in Florida in the winter, and that got old. So I decided to go to massage school because I've been giving massages since I was in high school, but we called them back rubs back then. But I gave and received them, and they felt really good and made people feel better. So while I was in my unhappy career working with the senior citizens, I gave my aunt, who was a nurse, a back rub, because that's what they were called back then, and she felt better than she had in two years. And I also, in Florida, received a professional massage and thought, wow, this is a professional uh, profession. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is something I could do. So I researched massage school and decided that I could do more for people one-on-one, helping people relieve pain and stress and helping them relax and that would be more fulfilling and positive working one-on-one doing that than being in social services like I previously had been. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, how long were you in social services and how, like, how long did it really take for you to, um, like, how old were you? How far along were you, like, in your career that you were just like, this, this was actually uh, something I wanted to do ongoing for 31 years plus? Well, I went to college, went cross-country worked at a, worked outside of my profession for about a year. Then I spent 18 months as a Medicaid caseworker, followed by a bit over a year with the senior adult program that was in New Jersey and Florida. And I was about 26 or 27, right about then when I decided to go to massage school. Okay, okay, 26, 27. So, um, and a lot of people are like really 
in a rut because they're 25 and they still haven't gotten to figure it out yet. So it's it's okay to, you know, that 20s is the time to figure yourself out. Um, Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so um, what what is an average day like for you as a massage therapist? Well, right now, 31 years along in my career, I'm not exclusively doing massage. So my average day has differed at different times in the past 31 years. Do you want to give me a few, do you want me to give you a few different scenarios of what it's been or in what capacity I've done massage um, as opposed to my average day today? Um, I, I, I'd want to know like what, I mean, after 30 years of experience, what, what, it, just what an average day is like for you. Like, um, just, yeah, give me just the average day. Okay. I, at age 57 now, don't do a lot of massages. Mm -hmm. I might do seven or eight or ten in a week, mm -hmm. and I work for myself. And at this point, I have my own healing center. So I make my own schedule, and I'll do massages when it's convenient in my schedule. And I do, along with massage therapy, I do reflexology and energy healing. Mm -hmm. and some other things so I see my clients when I schedule them that works out and I give them a massage in my beautiful office I can dress the way I want I don't wear shoes I play pretty music and my clients are very appreciative they're happy to see me they feel better there are people who have medical issues on pain mm -hmm. that don't have pain when they leave or their pain is reduced. There are people who have stress and anxiety who feel amazing after a massage. Wow. So an average day might be doing a couple massages and making people happy and doing other things that I do. Okay, so I'm, I'm happy you said that. So what do, you, what do you enjoy the most about your job? I like making my hours. I like working in a beautiful, I'm beautiful situation mm -hmm. i'm lucky after all these years that i have my own healing center mm -hmm. so i have it set up the way i want and i like that i'm helping people and they appreciate it wow. and i can do it when i want okay so what do you enjoy the least it's tough on the body so if i do more than two or three massages or three and a half hour massages in a day, I often have some discomfort in my back, neck, and shoulders. Mm. Massage isn't something that you're likely to be able to do for, you're not going to do it 40 hours a week. You're mm. not even going to do it 30 hours a week. The people I know, younger than myself, who do a lot of massage, the ones in their peak seldom do more than 20 to 25 hours in a week. Mm. So a lot of people do something other than massage, but luckily in a lot of situations you get paid well for it so you don't have to do as many. So my the part I like least is the part where my body is uncomfortable or possibly even painful from doing too much massage. Wow. Okay. So that's, I think that's a big key right there um, to people who actually want to, you know, start diving into it. The um, workload might be a little too much if you do push it Um too much let's say that uh what what are what are some childhood hobbies and habits that you think matriculated into uh you becoming a massage therapist today well that would be the back 
back rubs that I mentioned. Mm. I've had some chronic back issues since I was about 13 with my back and neck. Mm -hmm. So my friends and I, back when we were in high school, we gave each other back rubs. We used Tiger Balm or not and massaged each other. So 30 years later or 20, well, anyway, however many years later, Mm -hmm. when I realized that massage was a credible profession, I had all that experience. I already knew how to massage people. In massage school, you learn about muscles and anatomy and physiology and ethics and professional and more techniques, but I had the background of doing massages. I think that would be the prime childhood hobby that led into this career. Okay. Okay. So um, what what are some... No, 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 no. Matter of fact, let me ask you this. Since we're, we're stuck on childhood right now, do you think that grades mattered in school for the success in your career? Not so much in massage. I did well in school. I got grid, good grades and went to a good college and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily for what I'm doing now. However, in massage school, we had to learn about muscles and anatomy and physiology and I was, it's good to know how to study Mm -hmm. and be able to get good grades and that it's important to know how to learn Mm -hmm. so that education was helpful for my massage school and massage career. Having good grades and I graduated college Phi Beta Kappa and Cum Laude was really helpful in my, another part of my career, which is finding an agent and a publisher for a book that I wrote. So in that capacity, the good grades really panned out for another aspect of what I'm doing for massage. Not as important. Okay. Okay. So um, let me, let me transition into the book. So the, the, I mean, you, besides being a massage therapist, you said you're author and you're dive into that a little bit more for me. I'm also an artist. It's been kind of crazy. But the thing about massage therapy is I started doing it 31 years ago. I worked for people that I worked for myself. I've had people work for me. Because I make my own hours, it has left me the ability to do other things. So I became a watercolor painting about 15 years ago and really put a lot of energy into that and sold paintings won some awards, and I've been doing that. In the past eight years, I developed a passionate interest in mediumship, which is spirit communication, talking to people on the other side. And it became so passionate that I developed my mediumship abilities and was compelled to write a book. Mm. So I have a book that was published on March 8th of this year, 2019, called Choosing to be a medium, experience and share the wonder of spirit communication. So aside from doing massage and healing, I also do readings and teach classes and give mediumship demonstrations, which is all about connecting people with their loved ones in spirit. And if anyone wants to talk to me about that, they're free to find me on my website because that's my real passion. But the point about massage therapy Mm -hmm. is building a practice and my own business gave me the freedom to pursue these other pursuits. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, a big point that you just um, stated right there was that as you progress, I mean, as you get older in life, your passions do shift and your interests do shift. So 
Um, don't expect to be stuck with one thing. Don't expect to pick one thing and be stuck with it for the rest of your life. You can also transition into um, other things that you're interested in through um, your, the career you so choose or um, just completely exit it and uh, transition into something else. So Exactly. And the good thing about the massage therapy is even though my passion right now is mediumship, teaching, I've got the book out, my bread and butter, my income, even I, I thought that when I sold my large practice to work at home to be an artist, I would make a living as a watercolor artist. Mm -hmm. And I made some income there, but that never happened. Mm. And now it's mediumship fit, which once again, my plan is to transition into pretty much full-time mediumship training classes, retreats and all that. But in the meantime, the massage therapy pays the bills. Mm. Wow. Okay. So if you could give people one piece of advice that either want to be like you or are just looking for, you know, their passion, what would it be? Find something that you like to do. I liked massage a lot 30 years ago, 25, 20 years ago, mm -hmm. because it's a wonderful thing. I still like getting massage mm -hmm. and I'm still happy to give massage and I'm okay with it, mm -hmm. but it's no longer a passion. Wow. But it's okay. So I guess the advice is it's good to find something you like because you might be doing it for a long time. Mm -hmm. But it's also okay to be grateful that you have something that you're doing that is positive and somewhat lucrative, mm -hmm. even if you don't love it anymore. Mm -hmm. It's okay to do it. It's different than going to a job that you hate. Yeah. It's not like that at all. It's just a moving in another direction. Wow. Okay. That's a real good advice right there. So what's next for you since I know you have your book, you have your, all that. So what's, what's next? It's all about, it's what's next. I think I'm in the middle of what's next. I am leading mediumship development retreats. The first one I'm leading is July, uh, June 21st in just 10 days. And I'm going to Keep doing what I'm doing. The mediumship bit is something that you can continue developing until you're dead. It's not like massage school. I went to school, got certified. I have a license. There you go. I happen to be really good at it because it's been 31 years. Mm -hmm. And I was have to say that I was good before I went there. Mediumship is an ongoing development where you have to relax, trust, surrender. It's nothing you're going to be perfect at. For me, there's a huge learning curve mm -hmm. and I need to, my plan is to let my mediumship develops, my mediumship abilities develop and mm -hmm. to continue teaching new mediums and share what I know and hope that the book sells a few hundred thousand copies and that's what's next for me or what's current for me now, an ongoing process. And meanwhile, I'll keep doing massages and healing work as long as it's necessary to uh, have a steady income. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. So uh, let's let's go ahead and uh, wrap this up. So if there is a way that our listeners could reach out to you, like a website, your book, can you can you like let us know about your book? your websites, your uh, artwork. Let, let us know about all that. <laughs> well, I have three websites because I have one for the artwork, mm -hmm. one for my healing center, and one for me once I was 
building the platform for the book. So I'll just give you the main one, mm-hmm. which is really easy. My name is Sharon Farber, mm-hmm. Sharon, S-H-A-R-O-N, and Farber, F as in Frank, A-R-B-E-R, mm-hmm. and my website is SharonFarber.net. From SharonFarber.net, you can get to the Watercolor Artist website, you can get to Dragonfly Healing Arts, which is my healing center, and you can find out all about the book, mm-hmm. which is called Choosing to Be a Medium. It was published by Llewellyn on March 8th. There's actually an audio book out published by Blackstone Audio, mm-hmm. same title, Choosing to Be a Medium, Experience and Share the Healing Wonder of Spirit Communication. But I still think that massage is a wonderful thing. Wow. Okay. So, um, let, let me, um, let me rewind a little bit because I, I think I missed the, my, my phone definitely went off like in the middle of you saying your website. So please, can Oops. you, can you give the website like one more time? Just the website. The website is SharonFarber.net. Perfect. Sharon Farber, S H A R O N F as in Frank, A R B as in boy, E R.net. SharonFarber.net. Perfect. Thank you. All right. So I, I think we're going to wrap it up right there. Um, that was a really great interview. I, I really appreciate um, Sharon for coming on the show. And I think that's a wrap, folks. Thank you. Wait, 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 wait. Before you go, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube, iTunes podcast, SoundCloud, and Google Play channels at YI Network. And make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at YI Network. That's Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, all that. And if you or somebody you know loves their job and would like to inspire others too, make sure to email me at whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Again, whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Talk to you guys soon.